Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Tyler Kemp on the line, and he's CEO and founder over at RollSocial.co and also LeadRoll.co. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. Pleasure to be here talking with you today. Oh, man, so I'm excited to get into today's topic, um, not obviously for the reason we're having it, but because I'm excited because you're the guy I want on the line talking about it. So marketing strategies during the pandemic, um, what business owners and entrepreneurs should be thinking about. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing over at RollSocial.co and LeadRoll.co. Tell us a little bit more about the companies, please. Sure. Yeah, these are crazy times, man. Um, really, really unique moment in history. Um, at Roll Social, we do social media posting, so we take care of some of that monotonous grind of content creation for small businesses. And with, it's just really interesting right now. Um, it's, a, it's such a such a challenging time for so many businesses to, to stay top of mind, to build brand. Some people are pulling budgets and exiting uh, completely. Some people are really pressing in and capitalizing on this time. Roll Social, for less than 500 bucks a month, we, uh, in fact, as low as $99 a month, we can take care of just brand building. And then Lead Roll, we act as a fractional sales team on LinkedIn so that we can build an audience and do some outbound cold LinkedIn sales, which uh, it just happens to be something that that is still extremely effective. In fact, almost more effective uh, during our current uh, just time in history with the, with the economy, with the COVID nineteen situation. Um, but that's the the brief nutshell version of what we do there. I think that's also a great transition. Let's just let's just get right into it, Tyler. So, marketing strategy during the pandemic. I mean, what should people be thinking about right now? So, obviously. Face-to-face -face meetings are non-existent at the moment. Uh, I think it's, saying that they're on a decline is an understatement. Um, the way that we do sales, I believe, needs to adapt. Uh, digital has been important, but for companies that haven't made that transition into uh, of what, the way that they bring people into their ecosystem online, if they if they haven't transitioned to that, if they haven't transitioned into a remote way of attracting clients, or they don't have a predictable way to generate leads instead of just relying on referrals, as many businesses do, uh, they're going to be in a sticky situation during the next coming months. Uh, does that make sense, Adam? Well, here's the thing, um, you know. Obviously, there's a lot of people listening. They know that they're, they're that if they don't have a, a you know, you're not going to be able. You put it this way: you can't go to your chamber of commerce, right? You can't go to all these functions you maybe went to. You can't go to networking events. And if that's how you were building and or built your your um, pipeline in the past, you're completely right. Like you're going to have to shift. You're going to have to pivot online, and you're going to have to do that quick, right? So, what are some? Um, where do you think? And not to oversimplify it, I know this is going to this is going to um, vary depending on the client, the type of business they're in, you know, the size of the company, how long they've been in business, all these things matter, right? But not to oversimplify it, but what are some of those 
first steps that businesses should be thinking about when they're thinking about now transitioning to digital and create and filling that pipeline um, with with leads and keeping business going? Yep, I'm going to simplify it into really four things. These are the four things that uh, I think are are going to change the game for a lot of businesses. Um, I, for those who don't know me or my background, uh, I used to uh, kind of cut my teeth in the mortgage space, actually. Many years ago, a loan officer and I, we were doing $120 million a year in loan volume just for one guy, uh, which is like about 420 units a year. Uh, went to be on the marketing advisory board of a $16 billion company. From there, uh, went to startup space. So I've got a lot of exposure to different types of businesses and different models and different economies, 2008. Um, and so... What I found worked is these four things that I call the FIRE formula. So frequency, intimacy, relevancy, and efficiency. Uh, what I mean by that is to be frequent means that first you need to be in front of your market on a regular basis. If you are doing performance marketing and you're uh, you're trying some direct response things like ads. I have a feeling, and actually data to even back this up, that some of that is going to be less effective in the current kind of uh, economy. What really resonates with people and what really builds that long-term trust is to stay top of mind and be in front of someone consistently or frequently. The other thing that I think people do wrong when they make this transition is that they rely maybe on their corporation or they create marketing that is so inhuman that it becomes nothing more than noise. So mm. intimacy means that we need to be authentic in our marketing. We need to be human. And that doesn't mean you need to have a personal brand. It just means that people still buy from those they know, like, and trust. It's just that the way that they build this trust is a little different than it used to be. So to be intimate in marketing means you share pain, you, uh, again, you, you try to, to be as human as possible instead of projecting an image of perfection or being overly salesy, which actually brings me to the next element, which is relevancy. I think that uh, another big problem that we have in a lot of maybe social media marketing is that the message we serve is not relevant to our audience. And what I, the way that you know if it's relevant or not is how much trust have you built with that person? That's going to determine the, 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 lev the kind of message you need to serve. So if you don't have a lot of trust with someone, say you've done some cold emailing, or maybe you've got someone in your network, but you don't know them that well, the kind of message that you need to serve them is probably pain and problem related not solution. So a lot of companies come in and they are like, hey, I've got the best you know, best rates in town if I'm doing mortgage or if I'm uh, a software company, check out all these features and benefits when instead a more relevant message would be something like, um, here, if you're having this problem, here's why that problem is bigger than you thought, right? Or something like that. And then to be efficient simply means that you, there's almost too much to do in this economy that needs to be done to win than you can actually do yourself. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, there's so many digital marketing gurus and there's so many input sources that it's so easy to kind of to get lost in it all and not really have a solidified strategy. Like, what do I actually do? And so we kind of break that down into, you know, delegation, duplication, duplicate the success of others. Don't just try and do everything yourself. Give good direction. Um, so these four things together, when you're actually frequent, you're intimate, you're relevant, and efficient, that's some of the best advice that I can give a business owner or a sales professional. As you're trying to think, what do I do now? What do I do now in this economy? What do I do with this virus, with this, you know, everyone staying inside? My short and sweet answer is become frequent, become intimate, change things up, become relevant, change the way you position your message, and become efficient, bring on some, some fractional help to do this, people who are the experts, so that you don't have to do it yourself, and it doesn't have to cost thousands of dollars. Things can still get done on low budgets um, very effectively. So... Uh, that's my short advice in a nutshell. So, Tyler, one of the things that you mentioned, and I think that this is going to be one of the most difficult things for a lot of the established uh, entrepreneurs or business owners or people out there. Because I know when I, using my personal experience, I went from being a financial advisor for you know over a decade, and I had a very specific way I did business, conducted myself, and I've been a, I've been in the media now going on four years and um, full time, so I don't do financial. I'm not in um, any other type of field, but. I know when I first kind of transitioned over, I had all these different things coming at me for online and how to build your brand and other things. And what never sat well with me, and I know it's not going to sit well with a lot of people, if they're in front of the wrong person, I should say, is sometimes they feel like when you go to digital, you have to be a different person. And to me, it's the complete opposite. You have to be even more authentic. It doesn't mean that you have to change everything about the way you speak and other things. Sure, you have to get more clear on your messaging, but... I want you to talk a little bit more about why it's so important to remain authentic to yourself and your personal brand. Absolutely. So what a good question. If I, I want us actually, I would challenge anyone who's sort of in that mindset to think about their own experience when someone prospects them. We all have people mm -hmm. that call on us and they want our attention. Um, how many people, even on LinkedIn, right, that just reach out to us and they want something. And that's kind of even what we do. Is we, we are a part of that movement of people who mm -hmm. reach out on LinkedIn and, and, and we uh, perform sales. But there is a right way and a wrong way to do it. Um, totally. You know, you, you have to be human. And so to that person who, who really thinks, um, man, do I need to be super professional? When has that worked on you? A lot of times, things get <laughs> yeah, exactly, standardized. Exactly. Like, when has that worked? That was always yeah. my problem. When I was first transitioning over, I was like, I don't talk like that, number one. So I, can't, I can never send a message like that to somebody because that's not how I talk. Like, the problem is, even if it does work, and then I get on the phone with them, and they don't hear that, it's still a, a miscommunication. So it Completely. has to be me. <laughs> it's got to be you, man. And and it's not to say that you can't delegate that kind of voice, right? Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've made we all we do is replicate people's brand voice, individual mm -hmm. people, salespeople, and mm -hmm. and or brand voice, like of an actual brand. 
Um, just to pick, just to piggyback, so that everybody listening just has a little bit more context. So, um, my team. So there's we're a small team. We're only, there's only eight of us, but their job is to replicate my brand voice. I can't possibly write all the content that we do, but all the content needs to sound like us. So that's how professional media is done. That's how big media companies um, run. That's how small ones like ours run. So it's the same thing if you're thinking about yourself as this media company. You have to have help to do it, but it can still be your voice. Exactly. And, and that's, that's and a new concept for some people that. listening. That's a new concept. That's why I had to elaborate. That's a new concept. And it's, and it's such a good point to drive home is, is that you, you really – how on earth is one person supposed to go out and perform all this sales activity? Let's just say we're a small business or you're you know, a medium-sized business, but you're in charge of all the marketing and, and business development. Um, you've, got, you've got a big task on, on your, your table if you're trying to mm-hmm. actually win on social media against – because you're not competing just against people in your space. You're competing against the attention of every other company on social media. And if you're trying to do traditional media, I mean, obviously, that's even harder. Like, how much yeah. stuff do I get in the mail that goes straight into the round file? Like, that doesn't work anymore. Um, or it's at least it's harder to get it to work and more expensive mm-hmm. to get it to work. And the same thing applies even to, I would say, paid ads. Sometimes paid ads don't work the way that they used to work. And now they're going to be more expensive than they used to be. The attention is less on platforms like like Facebook than it's been in the past. Um, but there are more advertisers than ever, just looking mm-hmm. at the data. So how do you get through that? And that's actually where I find that uh, you know LinkedIn is, an, is probably the most untapped opportunity if for most people probably listening to this right now. If they're not on LinkedIn, if they've been listening to Gary Vaynerchuk at all, um, you know, been trying to get people on there, but it, a lot of people just haven't quite haven't quite realized the power of that kind of networking. Whether you're B2B or B2C, matter of fact, um, now that's kind of a rabbit trail. It doesn't answer the question: How do we, you know, how do you make that transition into a, a brand and like? Be authentic and be human. To answer that, I'm going to say that um, you really want to, in your sales, authenticity is going to win over manipulation every time. We are in a transformation economy, not a manipulation economy. Meaning that if you're trying, if you're focusing on, hey, what can I do to sell somebody? What can I do to 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 really push these psychological triggers. I don't believe that's going to continue to work. Um, I do believe that what will always work is building real-life trust, being honest, and how do you even do that? The easiest way to build a relationship fast is to share pain. And if you do that online and you can say, hey, look, I am hurting. I... I have experienced this. Let me tell you about the time when I was laid off from this job and hopeless and I thought, you know, my wife uh, had no job either and we were going through this really hard time and how I came out the other side. That's what builds relationship and that's actually what still generates sales. Um, and it can be done online and it just it's not as hard as someone might think. It's just about doing it. Speed 
execution is going to beat perfection every day of the week, especially right now. For those listening right now, I think if you've been debating making a shift into some digital sales, you've been thinking about, hey, you know what, maybe I do want to use LinkedIn. Maybe I do want to start social media. I would literally jump on a call with anyone listening to this who wants to jump on a call with me and t- and give a custom strategy um, if they book a time at leadroll.co because I really firmly believe that there is gigantic opportunity for those who can press in instead of sort of pulling out of this uh, almost science fiction-like situation. Yeah. No, totally agree with that, Tyler. And I want you to, um, and I could talk to you about this all day long, but we're about out of time. Um, so that being said, I want you to leave your contact information one more time. So if somebody wants to learn more about Roll Social or about LeadRoll.co, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? If you would like to learn more about the FIRE formula methodology, we do have a free video training at RollSocial.co forward slash training about 40 minutes long of just straight value, as much value as I can pack into that time. Um, if you would like to start winning on LinkedIn and you want to really optimize your profile for sales, we have a free guide on that at leadroll.co. And um, if you do book a call this week, I'm going to be taking calls myself, uh, talking to, to folks. So if you're listening to this, by the time this podcast goes live, um, I will happily field uh, calls about LinkedIn specifically. If you're curious if this is going to work in a situation, go to leadroll.co forward slash schedule, and, uh, and I'll personally jump on a call and see if I can help you uh, tailor a solution to go digital in this kind of, uh, like I said, crazy economy just as an effort to, to help as many people as possible. Man, that's awesome. Well, hey, Tyler, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your background, all the great things you're doing to help uh, people generate um, leads and sales. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're listening to this on our on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, give us definitely give us a call there or, or um, excuse me, subscribe there and also leave us a, a, um, some comments on the video section love to hear uh what you're working on and what kind of products you have going on in your neck of the woods and uh tyler thanks again for coming on the show